All right, guys. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. This is Dennis Taylor. I'm excited to bring this one out. This is episode number three today. Uh, we're both live streaming onto YouTube and we're live streaming onto Facebook. So, but this will also be converted to audio so you can listen to your car. You can listen to this uh, on Facebook or you can do this instead. So, today I'm um, uh, home business, what I see, what I like, what I don't like, um, what I think are travesties in the industry, and what I believe are some ways, some tools to be better. So the title itself is very long and very uh, has a lot to unpack, uh, so to say. You know, there's some hard truths that I'm going to give, probably ruffle feathers, probably piss people off or irritate people. I don't give a crap. I really don't. I don't care. Um, and I believe that a majority of people have this New Year's resolution mindset. Don't be that person. Do this instead. I was thinking this morning, um, I think a lot. So I get up. Uh, I'm doing an intermittent fasting right now. I don't eat until noon. But I get up and I get my coffee. And I take, man, in this life is co-related and co-mingled. So much so that... Uh, it made me start thinking about business and thinking about life and realizing that, wow, I'm in this long process. Like you never arrive and you never attain anything. So when you are on this journey in business, it's a marathon. I've been listening a lot to these ultra marathon runners talk, uh, these Kimberly DeWalters and these uh, uh, Cameron Haynes and these David Goggins and these ultra marathon runners who run 200 mile marathons. And I'm thinking, man, life is like that. Business is like that. It never stops. It's never, you never arrive at, you're always on this journey. So uh, I was like, well, how can I put this into business? Because I've talked a lot on this podcast and you can check it out on iTunes or uh, uh, Anchor or it's on Spotify. It's on a lot of different places. You can read about a lot of mindset stuff I talk about, but I also want to bring in business stuff because I believe that. There's about three areas of our life. If we focus on, we can have a balanced life. Health is one of the areas, and there's a lot of different aspects of health, physical health, spiritual health, mental health. Um, then we have the work that we're doing, and that could be, you know, uh, could be a job, like a doctor, for say. They might be an employee, but they're happy doing what they're doing because it's the work of what they're called for. Or it could be... Uh, something you do after your job and something you're working on because inside you, it's your calling. Then the last thing would be like a happiness and fulfillment. So uh, I'm thinking about business. I'm thinking about the longevity and the longness of it. And I was like, man, and this idea popped into my head. Most people approach a home business like they do years, workouts and resolutions, right? So I was like, okay, so how many people actually are still on their New Year's resolution right now that they made at the beginning of this year or in general. It says only 8% of people, I'm looking at an article on the Huffington Post, 8% of people actually keep their New Year's resolutions. Only 8% of people, and that is 100% in line with how I feel. And I think what the data would back up in the home business industry is they treat it like a, they go hard, they go fast but they burn out just as quick. I talked about it yesterday, the parable of the seed and the wayside. So you've got this wayside. That's a path that's traveled over and over and over, right? Because it takes time to establish these roots. It takes time to grow something. And I'm going to talk about that today in the episode is that most people don't allow the time for the seed to germinate. And then resurrect something that doesn't burn out when the sun comes out, when the pressure comes out, when the heat comes out, right? So people who join home business, they go fast, but they burn out just as fast. And frankly, it's embarrassing on social media. Friends and family see it's embarrassing. They went forward a little bit in their business and then they quit. And it's embarrassing. But, but here's the real travesty of it. The travesty of new people coming into the network marketing industry, and I think the statistics are like hundreds of thousands of people come in all the time. I don't know the statistics and I can't search it really on my computer because my keyboard's tied up. 
So many people come into home business and network marketing in particular, and they, and it's a travesty the way that they come in. Cause I've had experience in this industry where I've been able to be free. I've worked, uh, my butt off and I'm going to talk about that. Uh, but I'm able to be free of a job for two and a half years doing what we do. And, uh, a lot of people have had success. A lot of people have failed. More people have failed than been successful, but here's a travesty network marketing in general. And I'm going to say in general, there are people who teach differently. They teach a shotgun, a shotgun marketing before people have built. So they might've got a little excited because they saw a presentation or an opportunity meeting and they got a little excitement. That little excitement, I think, is getting confused with a, an internal belief in the product, the services, or the company, or whatever is being offered. So they're, the industry as a whole, and it goes back to the companies, the companies who build all these things, they're not marketing companies. They don't understand that. They have a great product and a service, and they're trying to push it up and build that business. But what I see happening is they teach this shotgun method of go approach everybody you know, make your list and go approach them. But the belief is not built and the skills are not there. So if you don't believe what you're doing or what you're saying, and I mean, I'm talking about believing it. There's the difference between saying you believe something and actually internally in the fibers of your muscles, of your being and your DNA that you believe it. It's to build something really big and to actually have the results that they share. And I'm going to continue to go over this. I've got a lot of problems with the industry. But what happens in the travesty is when they do these shotgun marketing approaches is uh, they're burning up little. They're burning it. And they have no awareness of the value capital. What is relationship capital, Dennis? Relationship capital is the conversations, experiences, and relationships that you've built up in your life with other people. And it's a bank account, right? Into that bank account, or you can withdraw into that bank account. And it takes a long time to build up that relationship capital. It takes a long time. It takes a long time to build that relationship capital up. It only takes an instant or a second or a conversation or a fakeness that comes across when you don't have a belief and you're regurgitating messages or scripts to burn that capital up. I believe that wholeheartedly with my heart that I had to nurture that. I wrote this down. I put people in the leadership and network marketing companies or home business companies, either they don't care enough about the new people who come in or they don't understand the power and value of this relationship capital. On so taking these offline techniques and they're taking it to their and they're into something that's new and social and it doesn't work system it is all has to be digital so i don't know if it's either they don't care enough about the new people or they're too rigid don't understand the value of when i came into network marketing back in 2014 i love it i don't care what you say i don't really give a shit if you like what i say or not um, because my life doesn't predicate it on whether you agree with what I say or not. Okay. Cause that's how I live. I loved what I saw. My belief was strong because my mom was on the product for months and we saw that it worked. So the belief was there for me. Now I started getting on the product when I started, but I didn't have the personal belief, but I did because I had a firsthand experience of seeing what my mom was like on it. But the top leaders in the company were very crappy at social media marketing. Horrible. So horrible that we burn up so much relationship capital. We were spending that relationship capital like crazy. And we still had results though. Recruited like 20 people in the first 30 days, made over $5,000 in the first two months. That right there is an anomaly and not even real. Yeah, that is like the, that is the outlier. My wife and I had built up a lot of relationship capital. We'd never long for it to come. So we were just following what they did, right? And here's the travesty. I'm talking about the travesty of people burning this capital is that social media, in my opinion, 
in our life, this is one of the top inventions of our time. I don't know if anything will beat it. Um, the social media, but social media in itself, it's this beast. It's, it's one of the top inventions of our time. And therefore, it's got to be guarded. It's got to be guarded so close. It's got to be cultivated, protected, and kept on the front burner of our consciousness every day. Now, I'm not saying, and I want to, it's a tool, just like everything else is. And you can use this tool to uh, engage, connect, build relationships, but you can also engage relationships for business or for your work. Whatever the work of your life is, I've talked about it on another podcast. You can go back and listen to my podcast. But uh, social media cultivated. What do I mean by that? You have to be able to build relationships and not be a freaking robot and not be fake and be real. Be a person who puts themselves out there without editing themselves, right? What we see on a bunch of fake people who... Uh, are only showing the best aspects of their life, and that's a bunch of bullshit. Okay, it is, and you got to be able to sniff that stuff out and be like, "Nah, this person isn't even real." And is all no one, right? No, one. it's got to stop. It's got to stop, and it's got to be corrected before we start bringing a lot of this. Because you got to understand that when we bring people into the network marketing industry or home business industry, we're not there to use them. Because that, that's the teaching. The teaching is to get them in, do the shotgun marketing so that we can find leaders in their in their network and then we can drive deep. That's straight up using people. That's not cultivating. That's not caring for people and that's not serving others. I don't like that training. I don't like those techniques. I like to help people, okay? And I think there needs to be a shift in this whole industry towards customer acquisition first. And it's got to be on the forefront of all the trainings. You got to get customers first so that the people can have time to percolate into the product or service. I'm in a health and wellness company. We had results. My mom was on the product. And even she found it on a Facebook garage website. So, you know, the garage sells, the Facebook group, she found it there. She bought it, right? Uh, and she bought it and she continued to buy it wherever she could find it. She wasn't necessarily even a customer to build the experience for over like six months on the product. And I believe that the, bis the biggest disconnect in this industry, what gets people because they haven't experienced the product or service, they get the opportunity and they don't believe in it because once the heat comes out of the sun, which, which that could be criticisms from family and friends, people telling you that it's a scam, you're going online, you're reading scam reports, you burn up because you don't have the roots because you haven't experienced. If you, if you hear what I'm saying here, uh, I'm not making anything up. Like These are old, time-tested, thousand-year-old principles. If that belief is not there, you will not last. And that's what's happening. We're just taking whoever with the body. And I've been there. I've recruited people that I should not have recruited. I've recruited over 100 people in this industry. Probably 80% of them I should not have recruited or spent any time with them. They weren't ready. They hadn't. All. It's uh, it, it's just not real. Okay. All right. So uh, talked about that. Um. One thing I think we, we, when you're doing the work of your life or whatever it is, you got to learn how to control anxiety. That goes a lot with your mental state, with your health on both your spiritual and your physical. And want, like you, the expectations versus the reality to get excited about working for yourself and have an unlimited income. I've been there. I've been so excited. It's hard to sleep. Patience. So we've got to learn how to check anxiety at the door. And then I wrote this right after that, that this can be accomplished by making sure the people you bring in have the belief in the product or service and said the worst shit that's involved in network marketing and I hate it. And I will do everything in my lifetime to expose it and to call it out. I don't care. I don't care if it's my company, another company. I'm not going to be... Uh, 
polite about it. I don't care if it bothers you that I cuss. I'm sorry. I'm a human. Sometimes words come out, but I'm going to be real and I'm going to be unapologetically about it. A huge problem in the home business network marketing industry is having top earners show their income. It is devastating to the majority of people in this industry when the top earners show what they make. Not all companies do it, and I'll applaud the ones that stay away from this practice. A lot of companies do do it because they don't understand. They don't understand. I don't, I don't know how I see it. Other people don't, and I know a lot of people do see it. Here's what I got. So I thought about it this morning, and I was like, why do they do that? Why do they show the money, earnings? Why do they have dollar rings? Why do they have all that stuff? I think a lot of it is based on ego. They want to make people feel big and great and grand. But they also trying to do it to excite people in business and home industry and network marketing. It's great. It's freedom. It's security. It's a residual check every month. It's coming in. It's passive on expectations. When you show this money, uh, it's the wrong expectations. It causes people to set wrong and unrealistic goals. It does. I believe it does. If you've got a goal when you join the network marketing and you're not a believer in the product or service, but you saw the presentation and your goal, I'm going to be a hundred thousand dollar earner. And I can speak from that from experience because I got a ton of these journals. I've got these journals and I go back and looking at them because I want to reflect on who I was. Spent a lot of time reflecting. And I don't know how many times I wrote in there that I want to earn a hundred thousand dollars. So many times. But the goal, that's a wrong goal. That's not a goal that lines up with fulfillment. Lines up with happiness, lines up with your heart and your in, inner core, your desires in your life. That goal is a monetary goal. And it causes people to set these. Uh, what do I what did I have? I have a. Uh, Unrealistic expectations. The majority of people will not ever make 100000 in, in network marketing. But we wave these people on stage to get us excited. Right? It, when I say wrong expectations, people think that they can go do that. But they don't realize who those people are. And I'm going to talk more about that because that's what the tough stuff I'm going to talk about. You sit there in the States when you're at an event and you see these people and you're like, I want to be that guy or that girl or that woman or that man or that family. Why the hell do you want to be anybody else but yourself? I wrote that today. So I wrote a blog post. Of, don't be anybody else. Business of human beings. But look at those people on the stage and be, I want to be their stories. I'm going to get to that. But when they are showing age, it literally creates a culture of celebrity. I don't care how hard you try to not create that culture. It creates it. People, they look up to them. They let them sit in the front of the events. They give them preferential treatment. They lift them up above. And they're, they're humans. They one leg at a time. They're, they live, they breathe, they've got to eat, they've got to take shits, they've got to pee, they've got to sleep, they've got to have entertainment, they've got it's damaging marketing. It creates a culture of celebrity. Oh, I got to get a picture with them and I got to idolize these people and you worship them. I've been there, I've been there big time. And I've seen that in not necessarily my company, but other celebrity, other people who are successful in home business have been like, man, I want to be like that guy. It's weak. I want to be like Dennis. I want to be like me, but a better version of me. I want to work on me. I want to work on myself. I want to grow as a person. Whew, how far has I gone? Okay. I want to, I always check in my time. Um, 
But I'll tell you this, you'll stage and they'll talk about the money, but what they really will do is they'll tell stories. They'll tell their story. Everyone has their story in network marketing, but just open your eyes and realize that everybody's story, the top earner story, it's shaped in the 400% sure they've cult, they've that story it into a narrative. Truthful. You know, um, I have a problem with that. And a lot of top earners and who earn a lot of money in home business and network marketing, um, they've already, okay. They've already created their income. They're speaking from stage and a lot of them don't practice what they preach. I've experienced that. I could see it because I could watch it because I'm awake and I start observing people and I'm like, is this dude practicing what she's what he's preaching is this girl practicing what she's preaching. A lot of them are not. And the reason why is because they're not hungry anymore. They got the check. They got the income, right? And they're not doing what they did to get there. They rested on their laurels. Now we're all humans, right? We all have uh, faults and we all can uh, struggle. I'm not going to take that away from anybody because everyone can be uh, redeemed. I believe that. doesn't matter what happens. But if that's what they do is they show the money on stage to, I guess, give somebody a foundation and a standing like, hey, this guy's a top earner. You need to listen to him. But are the people that they're putting on stage in these companies that are making the money, are they doing what they say or are they just talking on what they've done? And a lot of people, and I, and I, I don't know what the average of the statistics is. A lot of people just catch fire and it's sure luck, sheer luck. They connect with someone, connect with someone. They use people, they go down, they, they build deep and then someone catches fire under them and it just builds an organization, right? They don't even know what happened. They wake up and they're like, oh shit, this thing happened, right? So be very careful on, you, on who you listen and learn from. Um, I'll put this that, uh, let me see where I've, okay. I got that later. Um, uh, very careful. And I say, when we bring people in home business or when you start a business, it doesn't matter if you're starting a venture, whether you're going to be an independent distributor or whether you're going to own your own business, you have to set the expectation to not expect anything for six to 12 months. That's, that's probably baseline minimum. Probably two years would be more realistic. But Dennis, I don't want to do anything for two years that doesn't result in anything. That's the belief built up, going back to the belief. You're not going to get the belief built by seeing checks. I don't believe that at all. You're not going to get the belief built by seeing other people being successful. You're going to get the belief built because you believe 100% because product Every day since 2014 and March 11th, and I love it. That belief was built for me because my mom was on that product for six months or nine months before, before I had it believed. That's why my experience is different than a lot of people. When you run across an opportunity, you get excited about the opportunity and you're like, yeah, the service is great. I can't promote something like percent of my being. I can only promote what I, what I have an experience with. 12 months without any results or very little results. You can, but the great thing about home business and our marketing in particular is you can still get results, but I don't think people realize that no one's going to believe you unless you believe it. And I think the only way to believe it is for you to have an experience with it to you to get a result. In the product, I'm not talking about the money. Money is money. You can make money doing anything. You can make money shoveling shit. You can make money at the zoo shoveling poop from elephants. So when people get excited because they got a check, I hope that they're excited about the product or service more. That's the culture that this all needs to shift towards. That's what to keep everything safe. Because you got a culture of people getting on the product and changing their lives. Or they're getting in the service and they're saving monies and they believe it. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to shift towards what it really takes to build a business. Cause this is a marathon. That's my whole premise on this is 
So many people approach it with a New Year's resolution mindset, but it has to be a marathon mindset, an ultra marathon, a David Goggins mindset. If you don't know who that guy is, Google him. Blow your mind. There's these races that these dudes and women go in, and it's a 24-pack. And so many miles. Check out Courtney DeWalter. She's freaking crazy. She won this race last year, the Moab 240. It's 240 miles racing, I believe, uh, 58 mile, 58 hours. Second place ran in 68 hours. So she beat second place by 10 hours running. And she only slept 20 minutes on the race. And these people blow mind. And see the principle, mental experience and go, okay, well, how do I apply it to business or life in general? And that's what I think about. I'm weird. I don't care. Whatever. So many skills to learn in business. So many skills. And the equivalent learn the equivalency of learning all these skills is very much equivalent to getting a degree. There's a lot. Um, I think the skills that you need to build relation relation that skill. Um, if you're wondering why I'm on Facebook Live, if I'm on like this, it's because I've got a uh, a microphone here, and I'm talking into the microphone for my podcast. Um, to build relationship skills. 100%, you need to learn how to make relationships. A lot of relationships all the time, okay? Uh, that's a skill that you cannot avoid in this world if you're gonna be successful is building relationships. Second skill, communication. So this might even be more important than relationships, but relationships are key. That's why I talked about the beginning. If you didn't watch, listen, go back and listen, is the relationship capital. It's, it's, it's the most important thing that you have in your life for business and being successful is your relationships, the connections, but you got to be able to communicate. So that's the second skill would be communication. Can you talk with people? Can you hold a conversation or are you a person that in your head and think about it when people talk to you, are you listening to what they're saying? Or are you already coming up with what you're going to say back to them? People can sense that. People can see, sense, listen, best communicators are the ones who listen the most. And there's books out there. There's audio out there. There's experiences in your life on what is good communication, what is bad communications. When I was, uh, so I was buying leads. I was generating leads. I was doing both. And I was trying to make about anywhere between 30 to 50 calls a night. Now, out of the extremely hard, these are cold leads or they're warm leads, depending. But I remember calling these people and, and telling them something, right? And then it'd be quick. And, and that's deep practice because I was literally in the practice condensing time frames because I was calling so many people that I was literally checking off what didn't work and writing down what did work. And then towards, maybe it took me about two or three months and I realized what worked, what worked well. Then I, what I saw was in those first two or three months, I didn't recruit anybody. And then after that, I was recruiting people pretty consistently. Uh, so I got better at that communication and better at what worked and what didn't because I did deep practice. Another skill you need to learn is how to prospect people. It doesn't matter what business or industry you're in. You're always prospecting people. And what does that mean? You're always gathering information from people and you're always piquing interest. If you're trying to get investors in a company that you're building, you're prospecting. You're piquing interest. You're trying to get them a little bit interested. And you got to learn how to prospect people. Learn how to uh, kind of pique their interest without presenting all the information, right? That allows people to think about what... Uh, you shared with them and that allows uh, you to, it gives you leverage because they're thinking of when you come to them with the full present, the full sales presentation, you'll be able to have a better opportunity with it. Cause if your prospecting is good and you're peaking, the interest is good. They'll think about it. They'll percolate on it and they'll be more warm by the time they come to the sales presentation. The four skills sales, Bianca, that I would be a good mate and a good husband for, for her. She had to sell me that she was going to be a good spouse, a good wife for me. 
when people are in this industry and I've been guilty of it, they say, oh, we don't sell, we ship. Nah, you sell every day that you're alive on this planet. You sell that you're a good employee and that they'll keep you around. You sell that you, you sell your products and services. When you bring a customer in and you shared it with them and you're not a salesman, you're a sharesman. Did you create a share online and they paid you with coins? Nah, they pay with money because it was a sales transaction. When you recruit saying dials, you're lying. Or you just don't have an awareness and you shouldn't even be in the main aspects of. And I think it gets uh, twisted because they want to re relate and correlate sales with sleaziness, but it's not really. It's a process and it's a journey of information and discovery, right? You're trying to answer all the questions. You're trying to lead people down this path of sales. You're not trying to twist their arm and use influence and marketing to uh, cajole them. I don't do that crap. Hell no. Here's what I do. If I'm talking to you and we're talking about the business, the moment that you make me dance, by trying to uh, wrestle the power back from me, I'm done with you. I hung it up. I hang it up. Literally, I don't got time for people to wrestle me. I don't have time for people to shoot bullets at my feet and make me dance. A lot of people do. Oh well, I'll help you do this. I'll help you do that. I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. Hell no, they're getting my time. They're getting my expertise. They're getting me right. So when I'm showing people what I'm doing, I don't dance. And that. It was not how I started. I, towards the end, I'd have people, how much money do you make? I'd say, well, that doesn't matter. Oh, no, no, no. It matters. It does not matter. Do I ask you shares their bank accounts with people? And a good rule is when you're working a job, you don't show anybody your freaking check. So I don't understand why in this industry, share what they make. And it's even worse in Forex. I hate that crap. Sharing trades and profits and bullshit. I hate that's not real. I shared what I missed. I was 15 years old. I was a welder's helper. And there was an older kid that was working with us. He was the son of a welder. And he kept asking me two hours straight, Well, what do you make? 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 And he was older. He was stronger. I was a little afraid of him because he could have beat the shit out of me. And I told him, Pissed him off. He literally quit on the spot. The dad went in to go talk to my dad. And that guy just looked at the dad and said, if your kid doesn't like what he's making, tough shit. These kids make, they've worked here longer. That's what they make. I learned a lesson that was very clear. You don't tell people what you make because it's none of their damn business. So when people would make me in sales, well, what do you earn? What they're trying to say is, are you real? And if I haven't established that I'm a professional and that I'm real by that point, either I've done a bad job or they're not listening to what I'm saying and they're not good to work with. So I don't even I go down that route because it's none of their damn business what I make because the opportunity is the same, right? Either they believe in the product or service or they don't. If you get that question a lot, well, what do you make? then you're recruiting with the business and you're not recruiting. I, I hate that part in this industry where people share what they earn, bills on the bed. The moment you share money like that, you'll never recruit me ever. You'll never have an ounce of influence over me ever, ever. The moment you share you could you could say it also depends on the math consistently what you make and I hate because I, I would foreign currency exchanges you can make money and there's a lot of systems where you can make money but when you share what your profits are daily it makes me want to throw up who make money in this world do not share that they make the world. The people who share that they who don't have shit. And that's to be honest with you. You don't see all these people open in their bank accounts, open in their trading accounts, their E-trades, their Schwab accounts. You do not see people doing that who have actual money. Act like you've scored a touchdown in your life before. If you had a profits on the day, awesome. 
celebrate it. Have a glass of wine or or something. Uh, have a dance party with your family. That's great. But why do you got to go share the world? The reason why is because you don't have marketing skills. You don't have sales skills. You don't have communication skills. And that's what we're talking about. So the next skill you got to have is you got to have marketing skills in business. You got to understand marketing. You got to understand how to craft a message. There's a lot in marketing. So marketing is very broad, right? It's everything from copywriting to sales page, the way that products are, are, are placed, uh, color schemes. And, and there's a lot in marketing. Marketing is very um, comprehensive, very comprehensive. But it's a skill you need to learn. I have learned probably the tip of the iceberg, which is more than 99% of people because I've spent, I've dedicated hundreds and hundreds of hours of my life in deep practice, practicing this stuff, but I'm still not there. I've still got so much to learn. So that's another thing. One is video marketing. I talked about it yesterday on a podcast. If you're not learning video marketing, you're not in the digital age and you're not in reality. You're living in the stone age. Video is so important. Then the next couple of years, Almost all of Facebook will be video. Almost, excuse me, almost all of the internet will be video. That's why I'm making a podcast, but I'm simultaneously streaming a video on Facebook for people. And it's powerful for businesses, video marketing, understanding how to do it, understanding how to get it out, and understanding how to become. Next skill you got to build is social media marketing. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people who do it right. More people. The mass majority of people do social media wrong. They burn that relationship capital that I talked about like they've got an infinite supply and they don't. And then you see it's pathetic. You got to learn how to market on social media. And I believe that there's a new wave coming. And you can look at the political landscape in America and you can see principles in that that is starting to seep over into Facebook business. People are they're tired of it. It's too much. It's too prevalent. And they see that what you're saying is you're just talking and it's just nonsense. And people don't want that. I believe in unapologetic about who you are. Now, I will tell you this. This does not win over everybody, but that's the mistake a lot of people try to do. They try to be a person they're not so they can win everybody. You're not going to win like that. You're going to win by allowing your real silence and optimize yourself. You start to become a real person again. And that's what's attractive. Being a real person is what is attractive. Being a real person in this world is what's attractive. So social media marketing is a skill you got to know how. I would say find people that you feel that are real, that you can sense they're real, you see that they back up what they say with what they do and follow them. Um, another skill, list building. You got to learn how to build lists in, in your relationship. Put people in lists on social media, but then also email marketing. You got to learn how to build that list in business. That's a skill that you need to be successful. Okay, another skill, and I'm not going to go in deep in these. You need to have knowledge. You cannot be blindology. You need to learn how to do that so no one can pull something over on you and charge you some stupid amount to build a website. There's easy ways to build a website. Squarespace is an easy way. ClickFunnels is easy. It's a little bit more expensive. Uh, there's these ways to do that. That's a skill. Some SEO, how to get things ranked. It's SEO and SEM. So SEO is uh, search engine optimization. So for search engines like edges, you can use to boost up videos. And there, there is. I don't even have a big YouTube account, but I got one video that has boomed almost at 10,000 views. I've never promoted it at all. Every day, and I get leads all the time. And I haven't done it. I did it one. It was a two-minute video. And I get leads almost every day on it. Okay? So, wrapping that up with the skills. Be very careful who you're learning from. Be very careful who you're learning from. Learning from. Think to yourself, inside, is the person I'm learning from, do they have boots in the ground or are they a college professor? Very simple. That's all you have to ask yourself. Are they a professor 
or are they a actual person in the ground doing the work they're teaching? Straight up. Are they still involved with what they're doing or are they in the past? Because I'm going to tell you this and you know inside that it's so fast in this world. What was relevant two years ago is not even relevant anymore. Think about it. If someone built a home business in 10 and they exited that business, say, 2012, they're successful. That six-year gap from 12 to 18, they're not relevant in what they teach anymore. Now they have principles for sure. Different fundamentals from anybody. But text, I was, I've been listening to uh, a podcast with the owner of Quest Nutrition and Joe Rogan, and they're talking about AI, artificial intelligence, and like the exponential curve of it. Guys, it's going to be completely different thinking about it. I was telling my wife today, I said, so much augmented reality and virtual reality. Going to be able to put on a headset with a friend that's all the way across the country. And their avatars are going to be able to hyperspace and you're going to be able to walk into a movie theater like an AMC or a Cinemark movie theater. You're going to be able to sit down in a movie seat and you're going to be able to watch. Um, you would have gone to maybe your town to watch. That's the future. And it's not going to be far away. I already feel that. It's going to be high definition like it's real. So you have to be careful who you're learning from because you got to have learned from people who have got their boots in the ground that are actually doing what they're saying they're doing. That makes sense, right? Listen, you know, I, I went to college. I got a degree. The, the professors I related with the most were the ones that actually had the experience that they were talking about. The ones I was like, dude, this dude does it. He knows it. He studied it. He's in academia. But how can he teach it? How can he teach it? He never did it. And he's not even doing it. The professor I learned from the most, he grew up in Silicon Valley. He ran businesses while he taught. He knew what it was like to build a business. I learned the most from that professor out of all my professors because he actually did what he taught. And you'll see this in home business and network marketing. And uh, you'll see it. And I saw a couple months months ago, online virtual summit where he was talking about, and, it, and in his marketing message, he said, learn the top social media strategies to build an hour market from, and he listed the people and he was in the list. He said, learn from Eric Worre and all these other people. And I just, it instantly rubbed me wrong. And I was like, bullshit. You literally, a network marketing company using social media, not the social media today. That's for damn sure. And he'll teach on it. But he, how could he teach? He's got no experience of building like that. And that bothers me. Because I felt like for a while that I wasn't even being real. And I've talked about it. But you got to be yourself. You got to be a real person that is doing what you're saying and saying what you're doing. What I'm not saying. Uh, saying. You got to be doing what you're teaching. I believe that. I believe that's the best way. That's why when I saw that, I said, no, I'm not buying that crap. Half the people who he brought on weren't even building. They had experience and they had results. Can't, can't deny that. Not at all. You can't deny that. They had their results. They had been top earners or they were top earners and some weren't. And I'm just like, nah, at that point, you're a professor. Or you're a coach. And that's great. But I just don't understand how you can teach how to recruit people using social media if you're not even recruiting people using social media. I just don't get it. Because I would never teach something I didn't have my boots in the ground on. How could I tell you to live healthy? I, I, stopped. I was a skinny fat. Not healthy. No muscle tone. Nothing. How the hell... Can I build a business based on health and I'm not even healthy? That right there would click in dialogue. That's why I go back to you got to believe in what you do.
You got to have your own results. That's why I like the idea of having people come first, getting on the product, being on it, creating that experience, that belief, and then going to build it. Because what if they jump in the business, they're excited about the money, they didn't really even allow the product to go with their body. They've gone in and they've shotgun, shot everybody in their war market, burned all their relationship capital, but then the pro the product doesn't uh, body. You say not one product goes with everybody. It can't because everybody's body and DNA and cells are different. So they're in the company, they're building it. Then they start getting bad, but then they burn, and yet they're promoting something they don't believe in. That's really where I've got problems with it. And that's what I had internal dialogue with was like, how can I build this? I'm not even healthy. Can't do that. I got to believe in what I do. That is a core. If I have, I have to believe in what I promote something. If I push something out, it's because I believe it because I've had an experience with it. That's where the shift needs to be. And that's kind of what I'm talking about here. And that's what I'm working with. I'm working on every day in my life and in my business is something I haven't done before. Being real, true to myself, responsible for my actions and, ex and speaking my experiences. You got to be very careful with that. I've experienced that in a lot of different areas in my life, different through different verticals. And the one of the ones that I actually see doing the work. Oh, so, uh, I hope that my experience in this podcast could help you and maybe shift you away from burning up that relationship capital with a New Year's resolution mindset. And more shifting you towards like an ultra marathon mindset, a mindset of building business, home business, whatever, building that long term by building the skills, by having the belief. Oh, one more skill that I, I deleted, but I, you got, you need a system. I believe it won't, it might take a year, it might take two years for you to get to the point where you're ready for that. But at some point, you can't follow the leader forever. Sometimes you got to lead. At some point, you got to lead. If you believe it enough and you've worked on yourself enough and you've become the best self and you've balanced your body, then you are not accountable to anybody. You are accountable to yourself and people. You have to be the master of your own destiny and your own ship and do it your way. That's how I believe in my heart. Now, you can do it the way that is, is archaic. There is a way in home business that's old, It's but it, you can sense it. It's dusty, it's musty, and it's stinky. And when you come on Facebook with it, people run from you. It's the fastest way to burn relationship capital. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, your eyes aren't open. This shotgun strategy while it works, it burns too much relationship capital. There's got to be a better way. And I believe there is. And I believe the way is through customers who have product experiences before we ever introduce the business to them. Because this shotgun, get people in, get the fast start money. And that's one thing I believe needs to go is you're trying to put a carrot and a stick in front of people and treat them like they're animals. Oh, we're going to give you quick money when you start. Why? Why do they need quick money when they start to build belief? There you go. We're going back to the same thing I was talking about. You try to build through money. And you try to put this carrot and stick in front of people through earnings the right way. The been through the experiences of the product or the service. That's where people will stay and never leave. And if the focus is straight up fast start bonus in 30 days, well, my question, the moment they sign up, is that the first time they touch a product or service? Then if that, if it's the moment that they touch the product or service, so you sat down with them at a meeting or at your house, 
You sat down with them. They saw everything that you had on the video. The marketing message resonated with them. You pulled the heart strings. You talked about more time with the family, more time with the kids, more money to travel. Then they sign up. Boom, that's their first day. The next day or two days later, because we have fast shipping now, they got the product. But then you're already had a launch meeting and said, let's go hit the list right there. In my eyes, that's unethical because you're people through fast start money to go hit up and burn up their relationship capital. I think that that's unethical because you're not giving anybody an opportunity to experience the product. So you're not giving any time anybody an opportunity to build up a belief in what they're doing. You're just using them to get to their network so that you can tap her down and you're enticing them with a thousand bucks. So you're saying that their relationship capital isn't worth any more than a thousand or so dollars. It's like, it's like, I, I hate that. I do. I believe there's a better way. I believe there is. And I believe it's something that we can push forward. So Oh, I could go on forever, but I've got to stop this because I've already gone for almost an hour. So this is the episode number 13. And uh, I thank y'all for jumping on. You can watch it both in video and audio format uh, on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. And uh, sometimes there's hard truth. And I believe that a majority of people are failing because they're not brought in properly. The expectations aren't set properly. and uh, it's it's a uh, it's an epidemic in this industry and then in business because no one has patience in him. And if you really want freedom, it is a long game. You got to let those roots go deep. On the next podcast, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, and we will see y'all on the next one.